1: About you, not since the last time we recorded an Mm -hmm. Ebony and Irony podcast, but for the last five minutes as you logged on to record today's podcast and learned that your microphone was sticking out of your anus and it took you a while to find it because of the lack of sensitivity in that region is now that you've been dating uh is just so you couldn't tell anything was up there so you didn't think to even look there
0: mm, that's so you think that you think uh, uh that my microphone is something to bat an eyelash bitch honey i used to have sex in washington heights honey i used to have sex in the bronx honey i'm used to big what? instruments around my orifice
1: I'm not a. Oh wait a minute! 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 minute. Now, I happen to know from my own experience that Uh Dominican men are rather well hung. I don't know about Dominican women, (laughs) 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 but when we say Dominican men, Mm -hmm. we can't just talk about the ones with those big, fat, uncut dons that we enjoyed. We have to be more inclusive of the Dominican man with medium-sized dongs and petite
0: dongs. Oh, well, I was not talking about Dominican men. I was talking about black men, honey. That's what I am used to in Washington Heights, baby. Black, big black penises. So are
1: you talking about Afro-Latino?
0: Afro-Latino? Afro? Afro
1: So, wait all a minute of the above you like Dominican dick mm-hmm. and you moved to l a with eight there ain't none they ain't no. they not, they ain't none in 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 l a well i
0: have well I have one dick that I'm focusing on right now, which is the dick of my boyfriend, and it's a dick that satisfies all the things that I need
1: okay, oh, so it's a makeup applicator, a wig <laughs> styler. <laughs> And what else <laughs> i
0: wish do you know those girls who find boyfriends that do all that so like jada essence hall her boyfriend um is this fucking. recently he became this like amazing wig stylist i'm like oh my god i'll I'm like imagine finding a boyfriend who can create your hairs and all like the fantasies that you want i would be i i, I would be in fucking heaven and he does really good i mean it's not any hairs that you would wear they're um but it's really fucking it's it's incredible and I'm very jealous of it. So
1: her it's actually. like a natural set. and
0: yeah, natural like sets nice like big like braided pieces, contemporary and big, like... women. Wear. Yeah. Neo neo African styles. They're very, 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 very fucking beautiful. I'm very jealous.
1: Well, I do love Jada. I don't know her well. We only worked together once, but we sure did hit it off. And I'd love to have her on the podcast sometime. She I, is a, I, a I texted talented that bitch about the performer. podcast
0: and she did not respond little fucking shady whore. So y'all tag Jada Essence Hall. But that's what I said in the podcast.
1: What does tag
0: mean? <laughs> uh, like 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 your skin tags.
1: I thought the, oh, I thought it was like that game that I stopped playing a couple years ago when I graduated from high school.
0: <laughs> Some <have> questions, <laughs> didn't you <laughs> Since you don't do, I mean, I guess you did dry, um, drag, drive and drag last summer, but you don't, you know. Before you used to do like work the, we used to host, work the world and stuff like that. Since you don't do mm-hmm. that anymore, you don't meet a lot of the the new drag girls, do you?
1: That's true. And I also went on a launch party, uh, for season seven and eight, where I got to know, you know, Trixie and Katya already. Obviously i already knew Acid Betty,
0: mm-hmm. and
1: uh, and Kennedy.
0: Kennedy Davenport,
1: Who is yeah. W- one of my favorites.
0: Kennedy Davenport is so. We should get her on the podcast. She's also a good time gal. Um, oh, she's I love funny. her. She's very she's, funny. She's her ass screaming. is what huge. Am- Have you seen Kennedy Davenport's ass? She has a huge ass. People talk about my butt. Kennedy Davenport has a big old round bubble butt. It's crazy.
1: Like the kind that you don't need to wear hip pants for?
0: Very. I mean, she. No, I think she still wears. Hip pads. Oh, she, she does not wa- wear butt pads.
1: Okay, okay.
0: Mm-hmm, so she wants mm-hmm. the
1: side. She wants the hips to be a little bigger, but the booty's already there.
0: Yeah, I used to do that, but I don't. I, I don't wear any padding. I I never wear butt pads, but I've also stopped wearing hip pads because I just wear my corset, and it looks fucking stunning.
1: Well, this is well, that's debatable. But you know, this <laughs> new, the new trend for drag queens to not wear you know, boobs or bras or anything in in them. So I, I, hey, do any fad you want. I'm an old bitch. I'm not trying to jump on the latest trend, but if you want to, feel free. But here's what, we discussed this one other time on the podcast. Mm -hmm. Um, So if your stomach sticks out... Like, okay, don't ask me how I know. But uh-huh. if I'm wearing a dress that's a little clingy, you know, like one of my mini moo's, and it, the the front of the fabric is, like, breaking on the gut, well, I mean, generally, if you're trying to dress like a woman or pretend you have tits or whatever, your tits might want to, with conventional beauty standards, stick out a little further than your gut. <laughs>
0: IB mean, yeah, so for sure. It,
1: so so I mean that's a guideline that I use. So when you wear no boobs and then you have a bit of a gut, like it can look very androgynous and chic on Aquaria or mm-hmm. you know, someone like that. Thin. Exactly. But if you're Alexis Michelle and you're Damn. you're pleasantly you're pleasantly plump. No, Alexis <laughs> Michelle is always beautifully put together.
0: For sure. Always. Um,
1: uh-huh. Marco from Italy does both of our wigs.
0: Uh, she I keeps love Marco's wigs. I wish she was w- back in New York. How do you imagine? He he's, do you, so does, he's back in New York?
1: No, he's coming in the spring.
0: Oh, then I need to talk to Marco because I want to get hair So Marco, but he's all the way to Italy. And I know you can ship it, but when when you ship from Italy, it becomes like uh, you're paying so much money to get it from Italy. It's like a whole thing. So when he's in the States, it's much easier. I need to hit him up so I know when he's here. And And then if it's
1: not right, if it's not right, when he first sends it, you got to send it back and then he's got to send it back. So there's two more postages.
0: You know what I mean? But, so I, I, I met Marco <laughs> around when the first time I did Miss House Kitchen, which was 2015. Um, and he was doing something for Honey Davenport, and I don't know. And I saw her like post about him, and tagging him. So I hit her up. I was like, "Oh, who's that guy?" It's like, "Oh, this is a number." And I hit him up, and he did a piece for me then. And ever since then, I've been obsessed with Marco. Marco's wigs on Instagram. Oh,
1: Marco's wigs uh, at on Instagram at Marcos mm-hmm. Wigs, M A R C O S W I G S. He's wigs him? for, uh, well, he's okay. <laughs> so you know that heavy set guy uh, from Project? Uh,
0: what's the yeah, project his record? name was Chris. Yeah. Something. Chris March. Chris, Chris March. March, who passed away. Rest in peace.
1: Yes, he did, and a sweetheart. Um, Um, He also made those great wigs that you still see out today that are foam rubber hats that he sold at Walmart. He did a line of – or was it Target? Target. You've seen those. There's giant blonde flips, and you just kind of – it's foam uh rubber. Uh There's a couple styles. They're actually really good. Um, He used to do my wigs. Um, and he did these wigs that were so big that they were built onto a showgirl headdress. So they kind of clamped on your temples mm-hmm. in a way that really hurt because it was stiff but. <laughs> So his my wigs did reach a new level with him but honey I couldn't wear that for more than 45 minutes and that was in my drinking days and it was uh. like you were you you were having a few extra belts because of the pain and right. then that wig you know came off in a hurry so yeah but um Marco then said after so I, I, after Chris and I stopped working together he <laughs> I started doing my own wigs, and Marco said uh, when he was living in New York at that time that I needed a wig intervention.
0: Oh. I I can't even picture you. Y'all know this bitch is sober. And I want to see do you have pictures of what these wigs that you did look like? I would love to see what they look like. The one that you styled yourself.
1: Oh, um, well, back then you could get better wigs. You can't get. That you can't get shiny wigs now because everyone wants human hair.
0: So, yeah, so they yeah, make we the wigs
1: that. that. Yeah, I I, I I like the brassy, fresh out the bag look.
0: Like the ones that look like the ones that look like they came from Party City. That's so crazy to me. I mean, they they make good no, synthetic
1: no, wigs now. No, those are the uh, no the old ones used to be shiny showgirl wigs. Now everybody wants human hair, so they like make them more matte and less shiny.
0: I would love to see you, bunny, in like a 40 inch long blonde human hair bundle moment.
1: What, long?
0: Yeah, I want you like a long, I, straight human hair wig.
1: <laughs> my sister told me, my sister told me decades ago that um, after 40, women should never long, wear long hair. She might have said, and I was like, really bitch and uh uh, there i mean i don't think that that is a rule that i follow but i can't wear just one long wig i have to wear several stacked
0: oh yeah yeah yeah. we'll we'll definitely put like we'll get you one human hair unit and then we'll probably put like three more bundles in there so that'll give you like a thick 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 human hair moment
1: yeah, but see, it doesn't need to be human hair because it's more expensive than. Yeah, synthetic. but a
0: synthetic one you can't move it because synthetic one you move it and it gets all matted, it gets all lumped together, and That's... it looks bad. But the, but the human one it moves like you like your hair does on your head.
1: But girl, for, for to to buy three wigs to wear one wig look and it's human hair, girl, that would be multiple thousands.
0: Ah no, we can get you here for a good nine hundred dollars. <laughs>
1: I don't know. Well, yeah, I mean, but what my sister was trying to say is that your face changes to where you don't need to be wearing girlish Mm hairstyles when you're, you know, a certain age. And so there is some truth to that. And it's a it's a double edged sword. Um, People, in case you haven't uh, realized it yet, Monet and I are just shooting the shit today. We don't have a guest. We don't have a topic. (laughs) So we're just shoot, shooting the show. So there's there's a fine line between where you can fake things. Uh, so mm-hmm. for example, for example, if you are, you know, forty and you look good, then you could probably wear like you know, pigtails that a little girl would wear or 40? long hair. You
0: should not be no forty old bitch wearing pigtails. Uh huh.
1: No, I'm saying, I'm saying. If you are 40 and you look, you know, you don't look very old, you can throw on pigtails and it can make you look much o- younger. But if you are actually a 40-year-old who who looks 40 and has mm-hmm. whatever, wrinkles and gels, and you throw on a, a pigtail book, you're going to look like an idiot. So in the same way, I mean, you're going to actually look older. So in the same way, if you look... Thoroughly, like if your face is together and you wear a long straight wig, which is associated with sexy people, actresses, porn stars, pop stars, glamour girls, you know, who are on the younger side, then you can actually make yourself. Look older because you don't usually see those pop stars and glamour girls with bags under their eyes and uh double chin.
0: <laughs>
1: so but but if you if if they're not that if your double chin and, and the bags under their eyes are that bad, or if you're older and you look, you know, together, you can wear younger styles and look younger. It can backfire. You yeah. see what I'm saying?
0: Yeah, I can see that I can see that.
1: Um, uh, one of my favorite things of all time is how Dolly Parton started her career. I mean, clearly she's beautiful. She started her career wearing matronly wigs that were huge. I mean, they were mm-hmm. they were uh the big, you know, wigs, but they were kind of short and perky, you know, early 1960s style. Well, as the years rolled by, 70s 80s honey those wigs were still big but they were long and she went she she went sluttier as she got older which i think is genius because when when you're younger your face is pretty you can or it's prettiest then you can pull off a uh a a slightly matronly style and make it look chic and attractive
0: not everyone. I think Dolly Parton is lucky. I think Dolly Part because she had a lot of things contributing to that. It was her personality. It was like what she was doing. They have some bitches who wear that kind of stuff when they're young, and they just look old. You're like, bitch, why are you dressed like a 40 year old woman? That um, that girl from Drag Race UK, Scarlett Harlow, is, is a perfect example. The bitch looks like she's 17 out of drag, but she would wear matronly styles that made her look like she was like 35, 40. It's like, bitch, why are you dressing so old? So I think it, it depends, it, 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 and especially with y'all, uh, with y'all uh, Alabama. The people it's very tricky <laughs>
1: but no but i used to wear kind of like dowdy stuff when i was in my 20s because i knew i could pull it off and still look somewhat okay you know i, I don't want to wear matronly shit now because i'm a matron <laughs> <laughs>
0: Um, how was your weekend, buddy? You, did you do anything fun? Anything exciting?
1: I, on Thursday, uh, I went to Toledo mm. and uh, to perform at Hamburger Marie's. And uh, fun, fun cast. I really enjoyed meeting them. And, of course, I was bullshitting with them and, and ordered some, I know you won't believe this, Monet, fried uh appetizer sampler. Ooh, uh, I and, love a good uh, sample.
0: Ooh, bitch, I love a good sample. I love a poo-poo platter. I love to taste all the things. I love a, a sampler. It's my favorite thing. I, I always do get, I don't always get a sample, but I wish I could get a sample every time I go somewhere, because it's always what I need.
1: Well, I had eaten everything off the plate except for, like, one piece, and so I went into the other girl's dressing room and said, hey, feel free to finish this. <laughs> <laughs> just to just to mess with them. So, they they were fun. They were they they were fun. Um, now I did uh, have to. The flight was delayed, so I had to, from like nine thirty to three thirty. So by the time I got off that hour and a half plane ride, I'd been in that fucking mask for about nine hours, and I was about Whoa. to whip it off, strip. Down naked and do a fucking oh, somersault please. in the airport. <laughs> oh
0: God! Not Buddy uh, 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 somersault and I have her fucking her fucking dingleberries bobbing around, girl, for everybody to see.
1: Well, uh, the um, the um, <laughs> yeah, that's not all that would be bobbing around. But as, as speaking speaking of dingleberries. Uh, I saw y- y'all know I don't watch drag race uh I'll see some clips online and stuff but there was um, everyone was complaining about oh my god they didn't eliminate anyone and so I posted uh if you thought Rupaul's drag race season 14 was long you should see Ru's nuts
0: oh my god <laughs> wait why are you why are you always why are you always coming for your friend
1: he's the one Always reading me on every season. Girlfriends read each other.
0: <laughs> I know, I know, they do. Especially um, okay, old my weekend, friends. My yeah. weekend. Thank you for asking. Um, Friday, <laughs> uh, Trinity the Tuck and I shot a cover for this thing that we have coming out together. And then the Saturday, I went to the Todrick Hall show. Like you, feel about uh, like Hall. a man,
1: a, a manhole, a manhole cover.
0: Yeah, manhole. Well, both of us are okay. We're not supposed to tell anyone, but they have Trinity okay, and I doing the no, cover no. of 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 Playboy together, nude.
1: Um. Okay.
0: Mm-hmm. Oh well,
1: I, I didn't know that they used animals.
0: But <laughs> this cover, they're using um, my crown as a cock ring for myself, and um, Trinity is my ingenue. my vixen.
1: Um, wow, well, uh, that, uh, I can, all I can say is that there's a, uh, people have unusual taste in this country, like in the this pandemic that elected Donald Trump. Uh,
0: uh so I saw Todrick Hall, tra- Todrick Hall's new tour sh- touring show last night. How do you feel about Todrick Hall, Benny?
1: Uh, where was the tour? Where, where was your show? In LA? Are you there? Yeah, I don't he- even know where you are, bitch
0: yeah i'm in la i'm home in la his um they did the la stop on saturday and i saw his show which is like his like fourth or fifth world tour it's kind of crazy
1: where was it
0: it was at the will turn is that that big performance it's where we did a drag queen christmas um it's in koreatown the will turn okay it's a big house
1: that's where it's where i'm seeing
0: chelsea handler in may
1: and and how was it the show? What what is the it's I guess it's like a big production with dancers because that's what he yeah. has in videos.
0: Yeah, Toddick has about I would say at least six, 16 dancers or maybe twelve or sixteen dancers, a lot of dancers. And it's a it's a tour for his new album, um um Femulin. And a uh, years ago and right before the driver's. Can we just was... discuss
1: that? Can we accept just to explain that Femul- femulin? Which is a cross between feminine and masculine, yeah, I just want to make sure that our our I, I want to make sure that our listeners are aware of that uh concept because one of his other concepts for the album an earlier album was mm. w- Wizard of Oz hip
0: hop straight out of Oz yeah so, did you uh, anyway, did you did you listen to that album?
1: mama i can't do a wizard of oz hip-hop. but it's
0: not though it's it's like i think it was brilliant actually but you know that's just me on
1: on, well, on this you on know this... it's different
0: yeah. <laughs> it is it is and he takes the wizard of Oz, the wizard of oz themes and he does his own it's, it's not hip-hop it's more it's more pop there's like maybe like one song that may classify as hip-hop but um, it's it's genuinely like dancey pop stuff, and I thought it was like a brilliant way. He has he has a on his on his website on his website on YouTube. He has um what you call those? Beyonce did it. It's on the tip of my tongue. Um, when you do a movie for your album, what is it called? Jesus Christ, she did it for a lemonade. A uh, visual uh, album. Yeah, a visual album. There we go. He has a visual album for it with like all these celebrities when in the, it. And
1: when the songs don't sound good, that's what you do.
0: <laughs> I think that's really good. Also, on, anyway, so he did this feminine tour and on this tour, bunny. He has a song with Shaka Khan, and I want to play a little bit for you. I want to, I want, I want to get your, um, your, your thoughts about it because you, you, do you Let's like? Are you a Shaka fan?
1: Oh please, honey, I'm a Shaka holic. Yeah. Do the fire, do whatever I
0: got. Anyway.
1: Okay, I, I, I that sounds like a dead, dying bird, but <laughs> I do like Shaka. I got to work with Shaka on Drag you when she was a judge, and that bitch was fucking hilarious. And I cracked her up and Rue so hard. I don't think we're permitted to say what happened on the oh set. Oh my god, tell I it. Say, we'll
0: spill it.
1: N- no, I I honey, I signed a contract. But uh Whoa. just like you did, but I will tell you this. So the drag you was a thing where they dressed up uh women and who had lost their mojo and gave them a uh, uh a, a new makeover, wig, mm-hmm. makeup, outgown, everything. And so <laughs> that so when we were judging it, Shaka and Rue and I were sitting at this panel. Uh, she looked over at me uh, you know a couple times while the three different ones were walking down the street and and she, uh, and then her comment was um mm, is <laughs> i don't like this uh, this or this is this a budgetary concern
0: Work. <laughs> work what that reading, t- reading the production so-
1: since you asked me about Shaka, and since we don't really have a theme on today's show except bullshitting while stoned, um, I have to tell you a couple of other Shaka stories. Um, uh-huh. I saw her perform in New York, and she said, hey, I got to thank the um, the radio station that's sponsoring us, and she said WKTU, and then... Um, Everyone clapped and then they were like, What? What? And then Chuck looked over at the banner of the radio station and said, I mean, WBLS, Child's TV Wonder could have seen that.
0: Oh my God.
1: <laughs> but that's not half as good as my other story. So I saw her do her jazz show at the uh, Blue Note. My uh-huh. friend Ebony went the next night and. Ebony and <laughs> It's actually, actually Ebony Jett, who we need to have on the podcast. She's an old pyramid drag queen, but lives in... she is a fascinating, very intelligent. And uh, so uh, <laughs> Eb- Eb- Ebony went no and said that uh, Angela Bofield, the, uh, the R&B singer, was in the audience. Now, Angela is not anywhere as big as as uh, Shaka, but she was big for a moment. Mm -hmm. And so (laughs) uh, uh, Shaka said, we have one of our, from the stage, we have one of my peers here, uh, Miss Angela (laughs) Bowfield. Would you come up and sing a song? And Angela was like, oh my God, uh, I'm here to see you, Shaka. I don't have anything prepared. I don't even know what I would sing. And Shaka said, I try, Bitch, you only had one hit. Sing, I try.
0: Sing Whoa. your hit. <laughs> oh no! What? I mean, Shaka is obviously a legend. I mean, and there's no secret. Like Sasha had like Sasha, 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 uh, Valore. No, it's no secret that Chalk. Oh my God, Shaka. I went through some, like, abuse issues, dr- drug abuse issues, and et cetera, in the 80s and 90s. And apparently, but she's a living testament of, like, no matter, some people just have a voice that you can just do whatever. Do you have those friends that can, like, smoke all night and fucking smoke weed and cigarettes and, like, do cocaine and all this stuff? And they can, like, sing? I grew up with people like that in my church. Like, no matter what they did, their voices, like, are their chords are just titanium steel. They can do whatever, and they can sing whenever. I don't have a voice like that. My voice is not you very to, sensitive, but it's not one of those voices that can smoke and drink all night and just still wake up the next morning and sing. I can't do that.
1: Oh no, I can't even I, I try if there if if I go to a gig and the the airport's an hour from the hotel, speaking in a car is one of the things that it destroys your voice because you're speaking over that were. And I have a sensitive mm-hmm. voice too. I are you telling me people in your church did cocaine and then came oh, and sang?
0: I, Oh yeah, bitch! I knew. I'm, I'm not gonna say out her business because she because she did a lot of like big work in the music industry. But someone who, because I went to a very big church, uh, a very popular church in New York City, and she did BGVs for a lot of big artists, and she was known to be someone who suffered from abuse issues at church, um, for, from from substance abuse issues issues at church, and you know, you know, you go up to testify, and she t- she would tell her story about what she would do, and she would have like, have like regular struggles with it and she would often testify about it and but everyone knew her she was she she was a big singer in big new york city clubs too like the village underground and she Mm -hmm. would uh um and she would be smoking and drinking and doing her thing i bet she would come to church on sunday morning and fucking fucking deliver she would slay it would be incredible i was like this is crazy how i'm I'm jealous i'm jealous
1: because i'll go out and do all those Things every night and substances and all that, and then sound awful.
0: Yeah. Oh, yeah. I can't. I mean, again, <laughs> no, I, I'm just and we, we 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 we've <laughs> all, we we've all substances. you substances. No, yeah, not. you know what, the, the, what, what's so unique about you is that you don't need to do the substances to sound a mess. You just kind of do it on your own. That's right. Um, That's right. <laughs> but but the thing,
1: So okay. So Shaka, this is what kind of a twisted little queen I am. I was. Mm-hmm. My first two little. albums. This is when I was, uh, like nine, my first Uh two albums that I bought were rags to Rufus with Shaka as the singer of Rufus. Uh Um, and, right? No, Rags to Rufus. It was Rufus is the band featuring Shaka Khan, but it wasn't even featuring Shaka Khan yet because they didn't feature her. They just, she was just in Rufus. That's what I'm she was like, saying. The, tell the, tell what the me the hell
0: something. is Chaka Khan and Rufus? Like, I was ain't he the, the, the she, Canadian dude? She,
1: no, she was in a band called, called Rufus. Rufus. Then, and then when everyone everyone worshipped her so much that they changed it to Shaka, uh, Rufus featuring Shaka Khan, and then Got she it. left Rufus. So, mm-hmm. um and so her songs with Rufus were "Tell Me Something yeah. Good." Um uh, I can't remember the other ones, but it was the first.
0: Oh, uh, no! Sweet that, fang. Yeah, we thing was with
1: was with with Rufus. And anyway, which one? I didn't know she did that. Hollywood, oh my god! Yeah, I mean she, yeah, she. I mean she, you know, even after she became a solo artist, she would come back, I think, and do a little stuff with Rufus. But Shaka is so um, outrageous. I, I did. I could not because I love her so much. I could not share this thing from like a year ago where she was on stage and I don't know what she was on, but she was not hacking it. And to see someone who's, you know, whatever substance it was, was not uh, permitting her to soar the way that you know, she can make our hearts, mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, uh, open yeah. up and get our toes tapping and hands clapping. It was so sad. And then I, I, I didn't see it because I don't really like the, the format of Versus or Versus or whatever. Oh, what she
0: did—it was her and Melba Moore.
1: Was it Melba
0: was or Stephanie Mills or? I think was it was it? Was it... it wasn't I didn't
1: Melba. see it. I, th- it, it. I think it might have been Stephanie Mills.
0: Stephanie Mills, um,
1: but I couldn't I watch Stephanie that because they said that she was drunk on it, and I just—it's <laughs> too much talent. I don't, I can't, I can't handle her demons, you know.
0: Um, yeah, I, 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 I admire that. I just—that's just not with. Which if I'm drunk or if I'm, I don't, I don't, I don't perform when I'm drunk. I don't perform when I'm stoned. I don't perform if I've done mushrooms. I don't. I just because I just. I'm just I I can't function that way. I just, I like just being chill in my own space, and not on stage with lights and fucking cameras and fucking sound equipment. That just sounds crazy. That sounds that sounds anxiety inducing for me. Like that would make me feel very anxious.
1: Yeah, but I guess a lot of people, you know, everywhere from drag queens to singers to actors have all often all taken a belt, you know, of booze before they go on for courage
0: i to take a shot, but to be drunk, no. Right. Um. Anyway, let me play you this song, okay. and I feel like I feel like you'd like it. Here we go. Doesn't she sound great of course she does is this a song that you that you put in your set how do, how do you feel about the song
1: i mean i'd I'd like to hear more of it um you know i uh my favorite rue song is uh they don't make them beats like they used to. That's like one of the clubbier ones that mm-hmm. Todrick has do- done. Done. Um, I mean, I can see the appeal of hips, ha- hair, n- nails, you know, whatever yeah, it is. nails,
0: hair, hips, heels.
1: Yeah, and, and but I I, I, th- I prefer they don't make them beats like they used to because I want to change it to, I wish it was a bigger hit so I could parody it and call it they don't eat my ass like they used to. <laughs>
0: <laughs> they don't suck my dick like they used to exactly they don't come on my tits like they used to they don't come on my tits um, I, I don't brush want my teeth
1: to. like I used to I don't
0: <laughs> <laughs> um, look he
1: gets his stuff done and he gets it out there and I hear it in the clubs um, just in Toledo there was a guy a dancer who performed Todrick's thing and his look was kind of an androgynous um Mm -hmm. i don't love all the words being about slay and yes and i mean Mm -hmm. i i i maybe yeah i i i just you know it's going really hard in that one direction uh i think todrick is nice looking uh i think he's definitely talented
0: would you would you 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 let logic hall fuck you
1: No, um, no, I would not. Uh, But I don't think that that's that I'm top of his list anyway. Um, (laughs) You don't know that. Although, uh, well, apparently he likes white guys more than his own black dancers. Oh, who he doesn't (laughs) pay. Oh, my God. I I mean, I, I am aware of some of the, you know, the gossip that he, you know, I don't know. One former choreographer said that he didn't you know pay people and that he would put you, put the white dancers over the black dancers but that is I, listen Pete I don't know that for a fact myself right, I know right. it certainly got a lot of press and I also know that disgruntled employees like the ones from Ellen uh, you know they that may have been their big break working with Eleanor Toddrick Hall. So they may be embittered. I don't know anything about them except that they've said that. (laughs) Maybe everything else they've ever said in their life was a lie. So, you know, I, I, but I know that that I, I, well, I'll tell you this, uh, a drag queen who I know and trust who worked with him said she didn't get paid for, um, her work with at a party with Tadric
0: and i heard this this was that big thing of, and that that was a big scandal that happened with manila and everyone in that party and basically the promoter threw this party and they hired all these drag queens and Todric was hired as well but you know they will hire someone with a big name but like it's 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 Lady Bunny's New York City Halloween party. Lady Bunny is not hiring all the directors or the talent. Just they're using Lady Bunny as a face. And when the party's in, I'm like, well, Bunny, it was your party. Where's my money? Bunny's I like, bitch, Voss events hired me to do this party. They hired me just like you. They just called it Bunny's birthday blitz. And they're like, but, but your name is on the party. And like, but bitch, I did not hire everyone. The, the production company hired everyone. That's what, that's what yeah. I heard the story to be.
1: I can understand that, and and I do remember that there's no reason for me to be secretive because a you said Vanilla's name and b she tweeted this, mm-hmm. she tweeted this around that little scandal from mm-hmm. his ex choreographer that sh- that he did owe her money and I don't I, and she would certainly understand what you had just said that this yeah. was not uh, Toddrick that hired her she seemed. To be the under under the impression that either he had or that he was somewhat responsible. So she's not a d- bad business person.
0: Yeah, yeah I know. I a, mean, Manila does great word. Not, I'm, I'm just saying that she's not that's a liar. What, that was what that both things were reported to. Who knows what the truth is? But I mean, you know, I I I've done work with Todrick and I've been paid. I I first straight out of Oz tour before I was in draggers. Before I was a draggers girl. I opened the tour for him in 2016, 17, something like that. I like left like three or four weeks, and I got and, and I opened for him, and I got paid, and I and it was it was really fun. Um, you know, it was like and I I opened the show, and I did a number in the show, and it was a really it was a really cool experience. It was my first time ever being on a tour bus doing a thing. Like I had like a good time. Um, mm-hmm. So that was my experience. And the tour, the show on Saturday night, it was honestly, it was just it's just such a great show, Todrick. Puts on a really good show. Bitch, he's singing and dancing f- from top to bottom. Like singing live, mm-hmm. too. And I'm just telling you. Bitch, I have done one of my songs singing live and doing a little bit of kind of choreo. And I am out of breath. I can't breathe. I'm sweating. I need a, I need a fucking asthma pump. And it, it. But this motherfucker is like dancing, dancing from top to bottom. It, it, it honestly is very impressive for me as someone who strives to be... entertainer who can do their own music live and sing it live and dance i find it to be very impressive it was a very good show and he had like he had like nine costume changes like there's this huge production with this huge all these dancers and and it's it it was a very impressive show
1: yeah i hope they get paid no i'm just kidding uh listen (laughs) uh, no one is gonna say that todrick is not slick Mm-hmm. I mean, yes, I I'm not surprised that he has tons of costumes. Of yes, there's lots of dancing in his videos. So, you know, I'm sure he puts on a good show. Um, you know, I I I um I yeah, I don't I don't love all the music. Now, one thing I will say about him is that he was trending um I would say Big three Brother. or four times when he was on Big Brother and not yeah. getting a good response.
0: Yeah, but that has yeah, nothing that would...
1: to do with his music or his show.
0: What is the thing? Have you ever watched shows like Big Brother or, or Survivor?
1: The what? Like those
0: competi- Have you ever watched those competition? I'm I'm, I'm assuming it's no. But I'm gonna ask. Have you ever watched any any of those competition shows like Survivor or Big Brother? Or- no, back in the- I've yeah. never
1: watched any of them.
0: Yeah, so I I I'm not a Big Brother fan. I've seen like maybe like one or two episodes, but I am a big Survivor fan. I've seen like every season of Survivor. And like those shows are tricky right so how drag race so how those shows work is like sometimes the person who plays the slickest game who can like who can like trick people and connive and, and deceive people? They end up winning at the end because they're so good at the game. And again, I did not watch Sawd season. I maybe saw three episodes of it, the first three episodes of a season. I did not see the whole thing through, so I I cannot really speak on Sawd experience on the show. But I will say some of the fans, some of the sh- some of the people from these shows on Survivor who I fall in love with, like fucking Russell, y'all, like fucking Coach, like um uh, uh the one who won twice. He won the winner season. He won season twenty eight. I forget his name. T- Tony, like Tony. He was so he was so manipulative and he was such a liar he was so shady but he ends up winning at the game because that's part of what those shows are unlike draggers Race. draggers Race, you do not win the game by being that way because the fans because Survivor and Big Brother you don't rely on the fans to buy tickets to support you after the show once you compete on the show that's it you win your million dollars you're done draggers you're sub, you're relying on your likability for people to continue investing in you and your brand and your craft whereas big brother and survivor you're not so people saying that he paid, However, a, he paid he played a really shady However,
1: game. However, certain contestants are kept on drag race on up, you, you know, giving the ones that are evil and conniving oh, for sure. a lot of screen time to create mm-hmm. drama.
0: Yeah, yeah, for sure. So apparently Togic played a really shady game and he was like really like shady. Like he was like lying to people, deceiving people. But maybe Big Brother might be a little different. But I thought that that's what that people like in these characters on the show, and that's what sometimes definitely resonates with me. Sometimes on Survivor, I'm like, "Ooh, bitch, you are! You just lied to her. You just lied to Bunny, saying that you weren't going to vote for her. And you you fully double crossed, and you did, and she went home." So, the, so I I thought that's what people like in Big Brother, but apparently it's not. So yeah, he got a, real, a lot of backlash for that.
1: Yeah, I I, I watched. Um, did did they get eliminated on that MTV? VH1 show that Alexis Arquette
0: was on. So they uh, were on The Surreal Life, and they, I remember The Surreal Life. The Surreal Life was another reality. I don't know what the purpose of The Surreal Life was. Though. A lot of people were on there. Um, It was a wild, it was on VH1. I remember The Surreal Life. That was a wild show. It would put celebrities in this house, and they would, like, kind of, I want to read it really good. The sur- for all of you uh, uh, Gen Zers, the surreal who listen to this podcast, the-, the surreal life is an American reality television series that records a group of celebrities as they live together in a former mansion in the Hollywood Hills for two weeks. The former of the show resembles the real. Okay, so just like the real world, they kind of just like live together. They're not they're not voting anyone out. They do, they do things together and live together. Reality TV was wild. Like, who thought about this? How we get from Toddy to Alexis Arquette?
1: Because we were talking about drag. <laughs> I don't know! Well, all I'm saying is that uh, Todrick, I don't watch that show that Todrick was mm. on, but brother, okay. uh, he. he I, I, when he was trending, I clicked on there just to see what was up, and they were all saying she was fake, and uh conniving and whatever but that's what drives reality tv so
0: you can't exactly
1: blame her but i guess it backfired maybe there were other people who were loving him on the show i don't know
0: i maybe i need to do a a deeper dive into uh into the season but i because i I was like really busy at the times i only i I only watched the first three episodes and first the first three episodes felt like normal uh fucking shit you do on reality TV especially those competition shows Irony. I would love to see you on some type of reality show Bunny like a, a one more like the surreal life where they just put you to live with a bunch of people in the house I want to see how people would react to living with Bunny in a home for a week two weeks well,
1: if they were sexy men they would never want to leave that house <laughs>
0: Yeah, we're not gonna put you in a retirement home, buddy. We're gonna put you in a regular home.
1: <laughs> oh, I don't mind older men. I am one.
0: <laughs> you sure are, <laughs> and don't you forget it.
1: Oh, um, and so the the show was like high energy. Todrick's mm-hmm. show was yeah. high energy.
0: Oh, okay. and then so then we're sitting. So it was myself, Bob. Both our partners and the both of our assistants, so we're all there together. So this is what seven. Well, Bob has I think Bob today his count is four partners, so it was like fourteen of us. Um, but no, I'm kidding. He just has two boyfriends, Ezra, Ezra, and Jacob. So we're all sitting there behind this like little gated, little quote unquote VIP section, and then Nicole Scherzinger came in. Being are you are you familiar with Nicole Scherzinger?
1: Yes, from the Pussycat Dolls.
0: Yeah, but honestly, Pussycat Dolls, yeah. But she has a beautiful... If you have time, look up Nicole Scherzinger singing um, Evita. Her voice is absolutely stunning. And I feel like she gets downplayed because she was in this girl group. But she has a beautiful voice and can sing very, very, very like... You know, Because there's there's different types of music theater. There's that that rock music theater shit. But there's like good old technical trained music theater singing. And that's where she can do that very well. She's a very beautiful singer. It was her, Steve Hmm. Mackey... Um, Who does Taco Tuesdays on Instagram and he's a really famous vocal coach to celebrity stars who can sing his fucking face off too. And Bunny, one of my fucking vocal idols, he's beautiful, he's sexy, his voice is great. His name is Avery Wilson. I'm going to send you some clips of him. Bunny, the boy can fucking sing. And he was standing right behind us. And I was like, oh my God, it's fucking Avery Wilson. So in the intermission, I turned around. I was like, listen, I'm obsessed with you. I love you, and you have the voice of a god. He was like, oh, thank you so much. And he was very sweet, but Avery Wilson was there. Right? I was like living from his every Wilson like? <laughs> well, <laughs> I,
1: mean, I went a to a show, to show this you. weekend, too. what would you go to? I, w- I went to see uh, Flame Monroe. Oh, yeah. The uh, trans she comedian. We. He, she, we is what she calls her pronouns. Mm-hmm. And... Uh, and the reason that she says that is that uh, she, 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 we, because uh, he, um, he,
0: he, uh, uh, she, she, she makes the money. He cashes the check, and they, and we spend it.
1: That's right. That's right. Yeah. And uh, her uh, Sherry Shepard opened for her, and then they had a, a, a um Sherry is likable. She mm-hmm. has a... um taking I mean, the as Wendy likable Williams,
0: if y'all don't know. Sherry Shepard is taking over the Wendy Williams show.
1: And also a lifelong Republican who was up there talking about God wearing camouflage pants, which to me is a little ignorant, but not as ignorant as when they found out on The View that she didn't think the world was
0: round. She sure is a flat earther. This bitch is crazy.
1: Yeah. I mean... So it's like, you know, but she is likable. She had some uh good jokes and uh then they had a guy named Damien Williams from Chicago who fucking blew the roof off. I mean, people were laughing throughout. Really? And Flame, Yeah, I mean like like I mean he, they weren't they they they, were, they couldn't stop laughing for the next joke. It was pretty outrageous and I don't as a rule love stand-up, but I do like Flame because Mm -hmm. she does something that most trans do not do, which is she makes jokes about being an attractive trans woman, but with and prominently displayed boobs and her dick. Mm. So you just don't hear that much. And so, you know, she'll make jokes about, uh, you know, how, uh, She'll go through TSA, and you know her ID will still say Marcus. You know, even though she's looking. I mean, she's wild. She she talked about her kids. You know, I think she's you know one of those trans women who likes to date women. Um, But she's she's outrageous. I mean, her her material is just insane and crazy. And uh, one bit that she had was that she was going to, uh, she was talking about racial issues and how we needed to, you know, change things. And so she said in, for her to change things, she's going to adopt three white children <laughs> who, are, who are slow because the slower they are, the bigger the checks.
0: Oh, my God. So and how did the audience react to that? His-
1: Well, I mean, she, she, you know, I mean, she walks out. She's very confident. I Mm -hmm. mean, she's a sick piece. You know, I mean, I like that kind of comedian. So it was fun. Very fun.
0: Work. Wait, I found, I found some, 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 go go ahead. Go ahead. And I'll play the thing for you after this.
1: That's about it. That's about it. Okay. Look at
0: him. Let me find a better one because he he can like sing Sing Bunny. buddy this man bunny and he is beautiful he's a bitch he was taller than me and look at look at look at this man bunny mm-hmm. he's like taller um, than me he's like this big buff dude and he can sing like that that voice isn't that crazy
1: so wait he's handsome mm-hmm. buff and very talented I- i'm getting the idea that he probably wants to fuck me <laughs>
0: It's like his voice. It's insane. It is, it is an insane voice. And it's it leaves me speechless every time. And when, so we're like doing the concert. And then um, Todrick has a song called Raining Fellas. And then before he mm-hmm. did like uh, he started I've with. I've seen um, it. He started with It's Raining Man. He does, uh, he does a mix of those two. Uh, he does It's Raining Man into, into It's Raining Fellas. And then like I'm standing right here. Like literally he's maybe Avery's like maybe like a foot behind me. Two, uh, a foot and a half. And then, as it's raining, menacing, and him and Nicole Scherzinger, they're just like doing their own version behind us. While and I'm like, oh my god! Like I'm, and I'm hearing him like doing singing behind me. I'm like I'm literally creaming my pants. I'm like, it, it, he, his voice is unreal. It's otherworldly. It really is crazy.
1: You know, it's, <sighs> I, I love disco music, and I DJ at disco events, and very that's very much part of my. You know, identity, as is 90s house music and R&B, mm-hmm. and whatever. And that's one of my genres that I love. I have never liked It's Raining Men or uh, 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 Let's Get Excited by the Pointer Sisters. They're really? too fast. They're too fast. I mean, I love Martha Wash and Isora Armstead, the weather girls that sang it. But I just Martha I love Walsh. their other stuff. But I can't. I, I can't. Uh, I can't can't deal with uh, that. One of my favorite Martha Walsh songs
0: is um, Carry On. Oh,
1: please, bitch. Now, (laughs) I'll do a lip sync for your life to that song.
0: (laughs) When they do the RuPaul Drag Race Golden Girls season, you should should definitely request that.
1: I saw the season where they tried to do uh, Carry On as a lip sync for your life. Yes, they did. Yes, they did. It was years ago. And honey, they could not touch Big Bad Bun's approach to that song. And I don't even lip sync anymore, really. I mean, I'll (sighs) lip sync to my little laugh in skits. Uh uh,
0: I'm
1: I'm seeing Coco.
0: Oh, season two, they lip synced to that. Wow.
1: Yeah. Well, something told me, something tells me that that was when Rue had a little bit more input into what they uh, lip synced because. Yeah, you know, I mean, come on. We're from the same generation. Martha Wash is one of the most brilliant vocalists. Some of her material has never been touched, whether it was solo material, uh you know, say. like like Carry On or Give It to Me in the 90s, or she was the voice of Black Box's hits in the nineties, Everybody, Everybody, I don't know anybody else, all that. And she was the voice of CNC Music Factory, um, Gonna Make You Sweat. Um as well as her own hits with the group before they were Weather Girls, Azora and her were called Two Tons of Fun. Oh, yeah, Two Tons of, of that's Fun. What that's what they, they back- did
0: uh, is Raining yeah. Men. That's Two Tons of Fun.
1: Uh, I thought it was uh, the Weather Girls. No, it was the Weather Girls. Oh. Two Tons of Fun was what they were built... when They started with Sylvester because that's Right, they were his singing. backup singers. Yeah. Yeah. Mighty, You Make Me Feel Mighty Real and Dance Disco Heat. Mm-hmm. And a friend of mine uh, was a third... Uh, two tons of fun three tons of fun named Jeannie Tracy and she worked with Sylvester a lot she said one time when she <laughs> first joined the group mm-hmm. and they were singing dance disco feet uh dance disco uh, uh heat she she was singing um cookies on because the lyrics are cook uh, cooking on my feet in the disco heat she was singing Cookies on my feet with the disco meat. <laughs> <laughs> and Martha said, "Girl, what are you singing?"
0: Well, you know, I'm gonna start. I'm taking. Um, I'm getting private DJ lessons from a very big DJ. Do you know John John Battles? Yes. He's gonna give me DJ classes. I'm, I want to. I want to learn to DJ because I have a very delicious musical palette. And I want to start DJing more. And um, I have been really, what really made me want to get into DJing was doing drugs for the first time <laughs> and being like, oh, bitch, I was, and bitch, I'm like fucking high as fuck. And I'm, and I was playing on the music, everyone, everyone's like, oh my God, Monet, you're taking us somewhere. I was like, oh, bitch, I'm like really good at music. So, and I, I have, a, I have a very wide palette. I have, I have disco, rock. Uh, uh, pop music. I have a very wide palette of my musical taste. So I'm going to take private DJ classes, to learn how to DJ well. And I want to DJ, but I want to take people on a musical journey, especially when they're on drugs.
1: Well, it's really fun. But, but was everybody else there with you on drugs?
0: No, I wasn't I was only okay. on drugs. Everyone else was sober. Oh, because I was about to
1: say, <laughs> maybe they were confused like you were.
0: No. <laughs> uh. Do you like Kylie, Bunny? Are you a Kylie fan? Kylie um, the uh, I, uh, the music Kylie the music artist well Kylie Sonique is uh, the big Australian bitch.
1: I like Son- Kylie Sonique too. We're both Atlanta girls. Mm-hmm. Um, although I'm Chattanooga, but um, uh, I I saw you need to listen perform. to her disco album,
0: Bunny. You need to listen to Kylie's disco album. I'm telling no, I've you, you've heard it.
1: I've heard it. she she'll come out with songs every now and then that I like. I like um, uh, love at first sight from about three or four albums ago.
0: Mm-hmm. Do you like Jesse Ware? Jesse Ware has a, a disco album that came out last year or two years ago. That's really fun.
1: I did check it out. I don't know that I like it though.
0: Really hot and heavy.
1: I- I'll check it out.
0: Yeah, I think you like it. I think you really would. Um, well, buddy, I think we have gabbed enough, and I think that we should let our listeners go back to lunch or go back to work or go back to fucking out with their badass, annoying kids. Or if, you, if you're queer and don't have any kids, go back to fucking someone. We we, we should we should let them go and live their lives.
1: How, how dare you not be inclusive of the queer people that do have kids? Fuck like my kids. Like Pete Buttigieg and Chaston.
0: <laughs> you think there's a chance that Chaston listens to this podcast? uh <laughs> well
1: he wouldn't admit it if he did <laughs>
0: <laughs> imagine if like uh, uh uh joe biden at the end of the you know how Obama uh, uh, mom used to put like his top 40 songs or like podcasts or whatever imagine if one day ebony and irony made it if we made it on joe biden's um top 40 podcasts to listen to this year
1: well, I would prefer to be on the top 40 list of someone who had insight, intuition, and was awake.
0: Oh, my God. Well, there you have it. <laughs> there right. you have it. All right, well,
1: you, you are a skank. You are a whore. Let those be your guiding principles as you undertake DJing. Now, DJing is fun, I'm going to tell you I'm that. I'm very
0: excited to get into it's it.
1: It's fun. And, and you know... The, what? Yes. Yep, exactly. everyone, that is uh, once
0: again our producer Jay Interrupting, cause he wishes he was on this podcast, but he's relinquished to the basement.
1: <laughs> but you know, I love DJing because I wanted to to create the soundtrack. And right. you know, I would go to some places and I didn't love the music. So, you know. It's yeah, like what I wanna
0: those... I wanna get on a fucking thing and take people on the journey from beginning to end. That 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 really is exciting me, and I'm, I'm excited for this new. As,
1: Thanks, as long as the journey isn't uh, covering your ears, vomiting, and then slitting your wrists. <laughs> oh my
0: god,
1: that's that's the journey you're probably going to them on.
0: <laughs> oh my god, well, bitch, goodbye, and I hope that you <laughs> um, don't ever. get COVID this week.
1: Okay. <laughs> Thank you. A podcast. A podcast network.